Blog Talk Radio. You got to accentuate the positive feeling. the negative, latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. You gotta spread joy up to the maximum. Bring gloom down to the minimum. Have faith. A pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness, challenges, and solutions. I am your host. Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute. And today, our show topic is five-star customer service and how to keep the customers coming back. Um, Today, we are delighted to have as our guest, Jill Katzenberg, Life Coach and Consultant um, and Distributor of send-out cards. Uh, Jill began her career in in urban planning right out of college. She relocated to the Cleveland area with her only local support system being the company that employed her. After two years, the firm closed due to lack of federal funding. Jill made a decision after doing intensive informational research that starting her own business would give her more control of her life. She developed a successful career in real estate sales and through trial and error developed a successful team of professionals who helped between 75 to 100 households yearly with buying and selling property. In 2002, Jill partnered with one of the fastest growing real estate companies in North America, Keller Williams Realty. It was there she embraced and enhanced a systematic approach to building and retaining her business base. This system of five-star customer service has been Jill's passion and has helped her to maintain to maintain repeat and referral business. In 2010, Jill decided to empower and encourage others to rediscover their passion. She helps both business owners and individuals to not only reconnect with their passion, but to realize how their actions can actually increase their bottom line and quality of life. Jill, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a guest on our show today. How are you today? Oh, just wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You are welcome. Well, you know, Jill, I know that um, customer service, um, five-star customer service, is is, is really um, something that you have perfected, you know, perfected to a T. And so I want to start off by asking you, uh, you know, exactly how do you define uh, five-star 
customer service? Well, I define it as uh, 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 getting into the customer's mind, into their skin, so to speak. That's my phrase, getting into their mindset. And uh, Mm -hmm. five-star customer service is really addressing what would make the customer ecstatic about working with you. And it does not have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be tedious. Mm -hmm. It just means it has to be uh, particular to the customer. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And you know how did how did how did um, how did this become? How did you know uh, customer service and 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 you know uh, developing a system of, of of or using this system of five star customer service? Um, how did it how did it become such a passion for you? Well, it started when I was in my starting out as a realtor uh, over 20 years ago. And Mm -hmm. at that time in the Cleveland area, uh, we had, oh, over 9,500 licensed realtors in the entire Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio area market. And Mm -hmm. I quickly Mm -hmm. learned that if if I was going to set myself apart from the competition, I had to develop systems in place so that we were not going to be reinventing the wheel every single time we were doing a transaction and we would be uh, exceeding the customer's expectation. So um, that it became very clear to me that was a way I could separate myself from the rest of my co-professionals. And the other piece is I quickly realized that once people perceived and they understood what kind of service I was giving uh, giving them, I got very little conversation about commissions, uh, uh, dropping my fees, et cetera, et cetera, because they really per- saw and they perceived that I was giving them extra value for, the, uh, for them. Uh, my extra value service went well beyond their expectations. Hmm. Wow. Okay. So, all right. All right. All right. Well, how how easy or difficult is it to to demonstrate a five star, you know, customer service? Well, I can I can show it to you in an example. It, it doesn't have to be expensive, and it doesn't. I go back to the original statement. You have to get into the mindset of the customer. And so, what I mean by that is give you an example of what I experienced uh, several years ago when I, I was fortunate enough to go to a national realtor convention in San Francisco which with a girlfriend. Uh, we were uh, going to, to San Francisco for a couple of days. We were able to uh, get reservations to the only five-star uh, restaurant in San Francisco, which is Gary Danko's, and it's a small restaurant 75 seats. Uh, we got we made reservations for a Saturday night, and we really couldn't understand why there was only one five-star restaurant. There are 3,000 restaurants in, in San Francisco. Well, um, shortly in the process, we had the beautiful surroundings, 
just everything was was perfect and uh unfortunately when we got our menus beautiful calligraphy menus multi pages it's you know it's just what you would expect um my friend realized that she had left her reading glasses at the hotel back at the hotel and when she asked our server for um the possibility if she, there was a way for her to borrow a pair of glasses uh he quickly returned to our table when i said within 5 minutes uh with a beautiful mahogany box and opened it up where we saw a velvet mined tiered uh glasses multiple glasses sitting on the tiers and so it was these glasses were uh according to prescription different prescriptions and she could borrow them in order to read the, read the menu and then return them and then you know could enjoy the dinner just the very fact of having uh half a dozen uh bifocals or glasses was something so extraordinary i have never seen it before and i have never seen it since that is an example of five star customer service because obviously mm. it is enough of a request that the owner said, wait a minute, we can set ourselves apart by doing something that would really resonate with our clientele and put us you know, head and shoulders above everyone else. And so it doesn't have to be expensive. It just has to be relevant. It has to resonate mm. with the customer so it can be as it could be very simple and it does not have to be it does not have to be intricate it does not have to be expensive it just has to be relevant you know that that's interesting Jill um because you know um it, you know from what i'm hearing it's like you said they were able to anticipate um a need of that their Correct. customer have they were Correct. able to identify that and then and then you know um capture 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 it well that's what I, I mean by I've getting into their skin getting into your clientele getting you have to do some research i mean research meaning asking questions maybe having conversations mm-hmm. with your top 50 100 or so customers i say what mm-hmm. would they want what would be a ten plus experience for them. What 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 would and they may not even know. But if you really understand that maybe most of the clientele is a certain age range where they may need rating glasses and they may need that, then then you understand who you're serving. You understand your clientele, and so mm-hmm. you can respond accordingly. Wow. So it's really being in tune, you know, just it's yes. really being in tune. Yes. You have okay. to really appreciate where you are getting your business from and mm-hmm. you and, and that may be their ideal client. And the the your ideal client, what does that look like to you? 
And what does that mean? How can you wow them? And I'm going to suggest to you that price slashing uh, is not the answer. Uh, being mm-hmm. the least expensive does not nothing to your bottom line. It doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't increase your bottom line. And it's uh, uh, you in this day and age, you do not. Uh, you have to go beyond satisfying the customer. So when you see people, you hear people have these customer satisfaction surveys and they say X percent of our customers are satisfied, well, uh, satisfied with our our service. Uh that's not going that's not going to cut it in this economy. We have to be mindful of exceeding their expectations because a customer if they're satisfied with your service what will happen is if somebody can do another your competitor can do the same thing but for less money that customer will go to that competitor if the customer is wowed and connected to you in whatever way not only will they not go to the customer uh, the, the competitor because they are uh it's less money for that service you will in fact be able to raise your prices for your services and they are willingly will willingly pay more money for better service interesting and there, there there's interesting. document there's there's documentation there is there are surveys that have recent surveys that have shown this and so I encourage people to think about how can I create added value to the customers I am serving? What does that look like? And added added value means not what I think is added value, but will, again, connect, be relevant to that customer, to those customers. Okay. All right. Well, if a person or a company has not been delivering five-star customer service, how long does it take to learn? <laughs> well, it depends on what uh, mm-hmm. you know what that five-star service looks like to them. First, when I talk, when I start working with someone with a company or with an individual, I try to find out what their method of operation is. And where there's, you know, what's the baseline? What are we starting from? And what mm-hmm. does five-star service, What, where do they want to go with it? And why is that important? And depending upon how basic their service is and where they want to take it, it does not, again, it does not have to be um, expensive and it does not have to be intricate. It has to be systematic so it's consistent because customers are, people will go back when they know they can depend on an experience time and time again. It's almost like whether you like it or not, if you go to McDonald's and you order you know, a, a Whopper or a G, I'm not a Whopper, but a, a McDouble or whatever, you know what you're going to get. And that's mm-hmm. the same thing about um, the, when somebody, when your clientele comes to you, they expect a certain kind of experience. And so that's 
what we have to we have to if they want to raise the bar, we have to have a discussion about what do they want to raise the bar to and why is that important? What's the outcome? What is the outcome okay. they want to create? All right. All right. Is there is there a, um, a, a specific type of attitude or mindset needed um, to demonstrate five yes. star you customer service? Yeah, you have to really be what I call a servant leader. You have to mm-hmm. have the mindset of how can I serve you? How can I uh, how can I best serve you? And uh, once you have that mindset, uh, you'll get the answers you'll need. Uh, your customers will, sh- once they know that you're trying to serve them to mm-hmm. the best, to the, the highest, uh, in the highest way, uh, mm-hmm. they will be forthcoming in information. And it will be very interesting. I mean, that's, that many times I've had discussions with uh, both the customers and the uh, the business owners, and uh, it's the slightest thing will uh, create five star customer service. Something that people never expected uh, to create uh, an answer uh, of, and it's just it's really fun when you get into that kind of mindset of servant leadership. How can I help you? Um, it's magical things happen. Wow. Because it sounds like it could be something that I just kind of take for granted that or, you know, or, you know, um, my workers, it was something one worker does and the other worker doesn't. But, you know, just something that we don't even think about that this is what we're doing that could be working for us and we don't know it, um, or even or even not working for us and we need to stop it. Um, well, it's, it's, what it's just a very fact for the first thing. Just an, uh, a survey recently was taken, uh, and it was found that the reason why people don't return to an, uh, a business, mm-hmm. uh, 70% of the reason is because the the way the uh, customer was handled at the front, mm-hmm. what I call the front line, the front desk, mm-hmm. somebody who was mm-hmm. initially answering the phone or how the phone was mm-hmm. answered, uh, was the phone, did it go to voicemail, did it have a, you know, uh, mechanical uh, messaging, that press one for this, press two for that, and how did people respond to that? Or was there a human person on? Was the person was there a person on the phone answering the phone? And how was the voice, as much as voice and words that are used on the phone? That can be. Now that's not an expensive upgrade, but that's a critical mm-hmm. upgrade because uh, a person. The, the employee could be using uh, poor language, not bad language, but just not the right words mm-hmm. to encourage business or just does not have his or her head in the game during the phone call mm-hmm. and could leave business on the table. So, you, you know, just um, it, they just have to be what I call, in the game, mentally in the game. 
mentally on mm-hmm. point. And, and, and you that's, know, and, and, that's, and, that's, that's not expensive. Hmm. You know, and it's so, you know, I agree with you, Jill, and it's so interesting that you speak to that because it's, it's so easy to think, okay, well, um, I'm the person that's doing this, actually doing the work, so, you know, when the customer comes to me, you know, then I'll shine, I'll do, you know, I'll do, I'll do a great job and they'll come back. But if my person who's answering the phone or if my phone system is not up to par, you know, then that makes an impression before a person ever reaches me. Correct. Correct. I have a very uh, uh, mm-hmm. well. It's an unfortunate story, but it's a it's a story that happened to me about a year and a half ago. I had been mm-hmm. uh, uh, any of the women listeners will know uh, that the value of when you find a good beauty place hair salon, um, yeah. it's invaluable. And I frequented this hair salon for. I would say almost 15 years. I love, I still okay. love the hairstylist. Love her. Um, mm-hmm. And for what, for, uh, unfortunately, I had to cancel the first time in the 15 years, I had to cancel my appointment due to an unfortunate situation and um, I rescheduled uh, the appointment mm-hmm. for 10 days. Uh, than, uh, and ten days later. Well, any anybody knows that uh, if you want your hair cut or colored or never today, ten days is a long time. And so the response to me, uh, the front desk people who were very nice, very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They, but they really didn't get the fact that I was a long-standing customer, and they really didn't because they were new. They were newer. They didn't mm-hmm. have the history. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any kind of tracking on their computers mm-hmm. about anything about me, not, not my birthday, mm-hmm. not anything about me. And uh, and I had sent them tons of referrals because of my business being a, in real estate. You know, people coming in mm-hmm. from out of town, they want to know where to get their, their food and their hair done and all that. So anyway, uh the hairdresser was doing her job. She was serving her clients, and she is amazing in terms of serving her clients, working all day. That was that was her mm-hmm. job, helping clients. Well, uh, the front desk said that the hairdresser would get back to me after looking at her calendar. Maybe she could push me up, squeeze me, and whatever you know. And and mm-hmm. uh, I called in, and they said we'll call you tomorrow and let you know. Uh, well, tomorrow came and went, and no phone call. And I was proactive, and I said, called them, but just checking in, what's going on? Well, hairdresser hasn't um, hasn't seen, hasn't checked the, the books, hasn't checked her calendar. And this happened not once, not twice, three days in a row. They get, they each of them would say, "We'll call you. We'll call you tomorrow. We'll call you tomorrow. We'll call you tomorrow." And uh, so at the end of the third uh, third day, I went somewhere else and just stepped, stepped mm-hmm. back to see if I was if I was noticed. My if I mm-hmm. not by not walking in the door would be noticed by anyone. 
and it's a mm. it's a neighborhood shop, so it's not. A, but it's busy. It's active. But um, I w- would go, come in about once a month or so. Uh, long and the short of it is what happened was the owner probably didn't even know the owner of the the shop was busy That's with cool. her running the business. The hairdresser was running her her clients. She did know notice three day, three months later. I get a note from her. I called her up and explained to her. I don't want a discount. I don't want anything. I I just wanted to be noticed. I wanted somebody to see. Let me know if you missed me. And that's wow. that's customer service. If there is not a system in place to yeah. track that in any way, yeah. somebody personally calling or or not even emailing but calling you and saying, you know, we miss you. How can we get you yeah. back? Yeah. Uh, there's so much business that is being lost because that is not being done. Seventy-six percent of the 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 businesses polled uh, that had lost business never did anything to attract that business to re- regain that business back, and the reality is about thirty-five percent of the people who had have not returned back to that business those businesses would regularly do so if they were just called, apologized for. Mm-hmm. And ask to come back. See, this is not expensive. This is just serving, you know, doing servant leadership. This is uh, this is getting into the minds of the customers, saying, "Wait a minute, I haven't seen Sally. I haven't seen John. I haven't, you know, I hope everything's okay." Picking up the mm-hmm. phone and calling, we miss you. Wow. We messed up. Mm-hmm. What can what can we do to get you back? And, and that's follow up. You're speaking to follow up. That's just you know? that's just. It's not a long conversation. It's not anything. It's just mm-hmm. a quick. You know, we, you're on our minds. That's we just we miss you. We want you back. What can we do to get you back? Mm-hmm. And that's why when people. Uh, start complaining about business, I, I ask them about their systems in place for follow-up. There's yeah. an expression that uh, the fortune is in the follow-up. If people are not following Ooh. up with their clientele, they are really hurting themselves and their businesses. Wow. And it doesn't, and I'm not, I, you know, some people really heavily rely on email, and I'm going to suggest to you that Email is good in certain instances and not so good in other because email these days is the spam mail is is the mm-hmm. junk mail of mm-hmm. uh, uh, of our of our times. So mm-hmm. to pick up the phone, to stop by, to pick up the phone, to a quick call, say just to say that they missed, you know, they noticed that they they weren't coming around. Um, It's powerful, very powerful. Interesting. And, of course, making notes and cards of the part of my, you know, my greeting card and and gift distributorship, 
send out cards, this is a perfect way for you to just touch the people, the important clientele, very mm-hmm. simply, inexpensively, systematically, and it's done. So hmm. it all goes, it all relates to how can I serve my clientele. Very interesting. You know, when when I think of of customer service, Jill, I I just initially think of you know treating the customer right, um, you know serving with a smile, um, you know going, you know you know just going above and beyond, and and you know giving the client um, an experience. But what I hear you saying is that you know customer service is is a systematic process. You know, it's Correct. not something that just kind of happens in a vacuum. You know, it, it, this is a this is a thought out, planned out process. Correct. That over time, you 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 know, if you do it consistently and routinely, um, you know, it becomes a perfected process. And through that perfection, is what keeps your clients happy. Oh yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. For example. I just a uh, brief mm-hmm. example. When when I realized in uh, much of my business in the real estate world, when I was in real estate, I worked with people who were moving to Cleveland area and uh, were relocating to the Cleveland area. And that anybody mm-hmm. trans, you've just done it uh, yourself, but you, so you know, trans relocating from one area to another is stressful at best. And, yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, put on the top of that, uh, making decisions about buying a home, which is probably one of the more expensive decisions people make. So what I would do is if I knew what hotel they – I would make it a point to find out what hotel they were staying at while they were in Cleveland for their search, and I would make sure that it, that a welcome basket or a welcome – uh, it wasn't even a basket. Now, I, initially, I did welcome baskets to the in their hotel room. It would be it would be waiting for them in their hotel room. So, just saying, welcoming them to the Cleveland area, looking forward to helping them, etc. I I tweaked that when I realized that they could not take or they had difficulty taking the basket with them on the plane. So I made that uh, the, the gift, the welcome gift, in baskets or, ba- or, or boxes or bags, like paper bags or whatever, just nice, nice packaging. Mm-hmm. But once they were had the the treat, they could discard the box or bag, or they could take it very easily with them when they were going home. So it's again mm-hmm. getting into uh, it's a trial and error process, number one, but number two is getting into the heads of the clientele to say, wait a minute, I'm not going to lug a basket around onto the airport. I'm just going to, and it's unfortunate you're going to leave it in the hotel room. It's unnecessary expense. And I had vendors who they just knew that I would call them up and say, okay, another another, you know, the regular at such and such hotel by such and such day. Yeah. And um, it was a process. It was a hmm. it was a systematic process that maybe was a $25 gift, 
But when you're mm-hmm. selling a home, when you're purchasing, they're purchasing homes, two, three, five, four, five hundred thousand dollar homes. That's an investment mm-hmm. that keeps coming back and back because the people, when they come into their hotel room, they're tired, they're uh, hungry, et cetera, and they see a a smile. They see something. Oh, it's going to be okay. Somebody thought yeah. enough to welcome them to the area. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it was something I learned. I, it, this is I didn't. <laughs> I copied this from someone, you know, so um, mm-hmm. not all these mm-hmm. ideas are original for sure, but mm-hmm. it it was impactful. It was very impactful mm-hmm. because people remembered it and they referred most of my business uh, still to this day is repeat and referral business. And mm-hmm. I believe that is part of the reason why it is that way. That that's really powerful, Jill, because um, I'm hearing a lot in what you're saying. Um, I'm first of all, I'm hearing how, you know, how in tune um, you um, you um, were to your clients and making them feel comfortable. Uh-huh. But I'm also hearing I'm also hearing how leader being a leader servant or servant leader how how the networking that you that it that it allowed you to do as well. Yeah. You know, because here you you know, here you develop connections with local other you know, other local vendors who were able to service you so that you could service your client and you Absolutely. know, so it it was a ripple effect as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's just it's just we I, they knew that people always wanted to do business with us because we did we were fortunate we did a consistent business uh, and a lot of it and so we would have people say oh please give me a try give me you know give me uh, give me a chance and. Uh, candidly, I would say, fine. This is if you're if you want to work with my team, uh, whether it's a painter or a contractor, it doesn't make a difference what it was. Uh, you're mm-hmm. you're part of my team now, so this is what it means. It means you will show up on time. Yeah. It means that you will be clean. It means that you will be polite. It means it, you know we had a list of things that mm. you had to be okay with. And if you weren't, then you needed to find another opportunity somewhere else because we were not a fit. Because if you were an extension of my team, there was an expectation. There was a branding. It becomes a branding. It becomes your service becomes part of your brand. Mm. And And which means that anybody... I'm sorry? It sounds like it sounds like that means anybody, whether directly or indirectly associated with your service, is a part of your brand. Correct. It is. Hmm. Okay. It is. And everything okay. as 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 and every single piece with as a five star service, every single thing, whether and I'll go into the real estate thing again, just because it's visual is. How does the for sale signs look? How do the lock boxes on the door look? How does everything, your marketing pieces look? And mm-hmm. if it's not, 
crisp and it's not in fine condition, then that that is a message about how you do your business. So if your for sale signs are a little bit rusty or they're a little bit broken or they're a little bit whatever, that gives the impression to the public who doesn't know about how you do your business. Or if your your signs are a little bit crooked and they're in the ground, they're not up, you know, standing up straight, and they're they're a little bit off. Things are a little bit off. Um, that wow. gives a message. That gives a message. Mm. So, um, and and then the one thing, the other thing that I really that really impressed me as I started to tweak this, really started to focus on getting into the mindset of the, the customer, was mm-hmm. when we had a when we had a sale on a property, and uh, you know, you, it's it's a lot of stress. There's no question. There's a lot of stress with the real estate sale on both ends mm-hmm. of the transaction. Um, what happened would be as soon as feasible, meaning maybe right after the appraisal or right after the inspections, et cetera, I would have that lockbox from the property removed so that psychologically the, the seller, the client, could have their house back. They could leave the dirty dishes in the sink and not be afraid somebody was going to come into the house or whatever. And they could have their house back to them, you know, psychologically because when you sell a house, you're selling a house. You're not selling a home. So there's right away there's a whole psychological shift for the person living in the house, the seller. And then I would I would take the I would take the for sale that's fine out off the property because it is emotionally there is there's an an emotional roller coaster going on when when a for sale sign is put onto a property many times. So wow. if you don't get into the skin, get into the mindset of the person you're serving, you're really mm-hmm. doing a disservice to them and to yourself. Hmm. Because because you're really you're if if they know that you really care about them and you're really uh, anticipating how to protect them, yes. then they will refer business to you all day long, all day long. I like that. I like that. Um, I want to ask you, Jill, what type of advice would you give to someone who wants to start or grow their business? Okay. Um, you know, as it relates to this uh, topic of a five-star customer service. Okay. Well, uh, what I would suggest is to get very clear as to why you are create, creating this business. And what I mean by that is get a, why is it important for you to have this business your own business. What does that mean to you? And really get the what we call the why that makes you cry. Why is that? Mm-hmm. To really dig down. I have a, a an exercise that I work with people on that really gets them to dig deep and connect emotionally with why they're creating the business. Because until you connect, you don't have that connection, then you're just going through the motions. And once, and the economy that we just came from, uh, people were 
they they were free falling. We really didn't know what was going to happen. So they were just mm-hmm. surviving. They were just trying to get through the to- the to do list of the day, so that mm-hmm. they could survive from one day to the next. Now we're not there, so to speak, that much, and so we can reconnect with the passions of why we started the business. Why is it important? for us to have this business as opposed to doing something else. And then once we have clarity about the why, if we have mm-hmm. other staff, staff members working with us, we mm-hmm. need to have a conversation with those people, those members, about why we created the business. There has to be also buy-in from the people who are, who are helping us so that everyone is on the same page about why it's important to have this business running a certain way. And then we throw in the mix of the customer, the clientele. We have to make sure it is relevant to the clients we're serving, the customers we're serving. I mean, we could have a an operation and, uh, you know, a business and say, oh, we do what, free Wi-Fi, free this, free this, and we have free popcorn for you, and it's like, so who cares? Don't don't give me the free popcorn. Give me, you know, uh, better service. Mm-hmm. So, you, I, you know, mm-hmm. it, it has to be relevant, and the only way we find out the relevancy is that we have to have a systematic way of finding information out. Whether it's, I, I will uh, refer to Harvey McKay's Swim with the Sharks. He has a, uh, Harvey McKay is, is a, an author who is big into networking. And asked his, he had an envelope company for many years and had, 66 questions he would have his staff uh, not ask his customers but try to get information, a really intensive uh, Mm. questionnaire so that he would Mm -hmm. know his clientele better than any of his competitors could ever know that that person, those people. Mm. And so when you have that relationship with your customer, they are not of the mindset to leave you because there's a connection, there's a loyalty. Hmm. And it takes effort and it takes it takes time and effort, but it doesn't take money. So if you're yeah. starting out, if you're starting out, that's where I would focus. What kind of client, who would be your best client? What does that person look like in every, as detailed as you could be, and what? how can I attract that person to my business? Okay. And that's how I, as I start out, I, that's how, that I, because I came to Cleveland not knowing anybody. So mm-hmm. I was really in that mm-hmm. position. <laughs> and mm. um, I had to... Uh, at first, anybody was a great client. Anybody was a great, anybody, 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 anybody who wanted to buy a house, anybody who wanted to sell a house. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, as my business evolved, I realized that referral business and repeat business is the best business. Hmm. I mean, it is, it is 
is is really sweet. So we have to develop systems that will mm-hmm. lean into that. To keep on coming back. Keep on coming back. Mm-hmm. Wow. What, um, well, let me ask you, do you have a typical type of client? <laughs> My, uh, well, per- people who are in, the, the commonality of the the client the my clients are they they're in pain what I call they're in pain they know mm-hmm. that they have lost the passion they've lost their reason why they uh they don't want to work as hard but they also know that they don't want to slashing their prices, slashing one's fees is not the answer. So those are the people I love working with because then we get to a discussion about how can we plus their services to make them stand out from the rest of the competition. Mm-hmm. And so once we do that, and and that really is is a very fun conversation. It's very. Um, it could be because we're all individuals and we all put our personality into our businesses, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, and uh, whether it's whether it's the logo or or the if we're writing a a, a shop, whatever. We, there is a personality that when a person walks in the door, they are receiving a message from a variety. Everything that's going on in that room, in the that area. So uh, people just have to be mindful, and if they want to be mindful and they want to do better business, those are great mm-hmm. people. I love working with those kind of people. Okay. Well, you want to stand out from your competitors. That's right. I like and that. ironically, you don't have and and the unfortunate the sad thing I will share with you is that you don't have to do necessarily a lot different to stand out. I keep hearing you That's, repeat that over and over again. Doesn't take a really, lot. It's real it's, it doesn't take a lot. Showing up hmm. on time. Showing up on time to an appointment got me listings mm. I can't even tell you showing up on time writing thank you notes or appreciate appreciating the people who did uh, who were involved in my transactions whether it's the lender the title mm-hmm. people whatever writing mm-hmm. notes to those people every single time we did a transaction with them was so powerful, and they were not fancy notes. They was it was really two sentences. That was it. Was just acknowledging, acknowledging people mm-hmm. you do business with, acknowledging. Mm-hmm. So uh, it 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 doesn't take a lot, mm-hmm. but it has to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And you know what's interesting, Jill, is as you're talking about how to treat external customers. A lot of these same skills can be used uh, with working with your internal customers. You Absolutely. know your 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 employees. Absolutely, 100% you know, uh, same way. Yeah, because when employees are happy, 
you know, then they're better in a better position to make customers happy. Exactly. Exactly. Interesting. And wow. people, yes, you know, people, uh, their staff is, uh, people tend to think, oh, I have to uh, pay people, pay my staff a lot of money and, and more mm-hmm. to keep them on board. But it's people will choose to stay at a uh, place of business if they're treated fairly. So it could be yeah. similar pay. But if the uh, the people in the office or in the, the business respect each other, the culture, the culture of the company is critical. Mm-hmm. And they, it gets to a whole conversation, and it's outside of the topic here. But now we have the challenge, because and as business owners. People have a challenge because now you're dealing with many generations under one roof. So the yeah. Gen X and the Gen Y and the veterans and the mm-hmm. baby boomers all look at five-star service. They have different pictures of what that means. Mm-hmm. So we get into that whole conversation as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it, it, that's a very different, that ha- is a new uh, twist the five-star mm-hmm. service picture, mm-hmm. but it's a very yeah. real concern because okay. the and business that's... owner could say, mm-hmm. I want five-star service, and this, and it could be very, look very different across the board, across their staff. Mm-hmm. So when you're working with a company, um, it sounds like you, you know, not only are you working with the business owner, um, you know, or the director, but you know, it really seems like it's a team effort. Absolutely, has to be because yeah. you have to get clarity from the top, from the direct. You have to get clarity, number one. But number two, just as if not more important, is you have to have buy-in from the team, from the staff, mm-hmm. and if it's not a fit for whatever reason. Uh, mm-hmm. If they don't buy into what the um, company, what what is going to be created in this company, and the why, mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. we want to create this feeling, um, why it's important, uh, then perhaps mm-hmm. they need to not be with that company anymore. They need to be more. They need to find a place that is in more in alignment with their beliefs. Okay. So the more you have buy-in to mm-hmm. the mission and vision of the company, the more successful mm-hmm. uh, the company will be. More to every, they'll everybody will be happier, and happier people create better business. And uh, the, the, the clientele uh, will benefit from that as well. Okay. All right. Now, Jill, you may have answered um, this question already, but I want to ask you again because I want to make sure that I have co- uh, clarity. What are the benefits of individuals um, as well as companies and organizations learning uh, five-star customer service? 
that, that business, single business owners? You're, you're, are you asking single business owners? Whether, whether, it's, whether, it's, whether it's an individual, a company, or an organization, what are the benefits? The or are the benefits different for each one? Mm-hmm. A, a little. Um, because when you give five-star customer service, when you give it, you receive it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give mm-hmm. it, and then you receive. And so, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and it's amazing when you uh, when you see it, when you start to experience that, even as an everyday mm-hmm. life, an individual. Just you don't even mm-hmm. have to be a business owner, but just give the people the benefit of the doubt and extend mm-hmm. yourself to them. And you will get am- amazing surprises coming back mm-hmm. that you ha- you can't even begin to imagine happening. And it sounds a little, and when I say that, it sounds to me like a little woo-woo, what I call woo-woo, you know. But, it's, but mm-hmm. the energy that you give out, you will be, you will get back many-fold. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 across the board. That's for, as an individual, as a company, as a, a department, as as a, a single business owner. It's really mm-hmm. important to be mindful of how to get that have that servant leadership mentality. Okay, okay. Now, Jill, do you ever provide workshops or seminars on on five star customer service? I have. I have provided. Uh, I do. Uh, workshops and customer uh, on customer service. I tailor it to the individual, the company's uh, needs. Uh, I've I've spoken mm-hmm. at at chambers, chambers of commerce, business uh, networking events, etc. Uh, and c- candidly, mm-hmm. that has been. Um, I've not had the opportunity to do a general five-star service seminar per se, but uh, that's not to say that's not going to happen in the future. It's just that it hasn't happened. Um, okay. So point. you so. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, so you said that you, um, for what I'm hearing is that you, um, you know, speak to chamber of commerce, which are usually business owners. Um, as well as you know, going into individual companies and, and tailoring uh, the the five star customer service to meet the needs of the um, the the Correct. organization. Awesome. Correct. Awesome. And it could be awesome. it could be it could be it could be departments. It could be departments mm-hmm. of big companies. It could be because that typically has a rippling effect. If if a company if a department knows that they have a morale issue. For whatever reason, that once they get that department in shape, so to speak, all of a sudden people start noticing, and they go, oh, "Wait a minute, we want some of that." You know what? Mm-hmm. What just happened? So it could be a department, it could be a company, it could be an individual. Okay. It could be it could be an individual. I I I, I coach individuals. Who mm-hmm. are either uh, they know they are not living their best life possible, mm-hmm. and so we get into a conversation about what is you know what does that mean? What does that look like? What's that five star? What would that look like to you? 
and mm. then, then we're off to the races right there. Nice, nice. Jill, if our listeners uh, want to contact you, um, how how can we do that? Well, the best way is I have two ways right now. The best way, because my mm-hmm. website is in um, under construction right now, but um, mm-hmm. they can always follow me on LinkedIn. Uh, they can uh, message me there. Uh, I prefer that. And I have uh, my phone number. They can always contact me at, at 216-299-0699. And I am... Uh, definitely responsive to returning phone calls. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so through LinkedIn, they can send you a message or or, or uh, through phone. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's the best way. Wow. Jill, you have given us some valuable information. I know I've been taking notes. I have notes all over my paper. <laughs> I've been taking notes, yeah, um, because I know that you are just really good at what you do. I've watched you, I've observed you, and, and you know, we've spoken uh, many times, and, um, you know, I just really enjoy um, what you have to say. And, oh, and uh, you know, how, yeah, you're welcome, how you go about, um, you know, providing uh, the service that you provide. So I want to thank you. I want to thank you for being on our show today, and I want to welcome you back anytime. Oh, my pleasure. It would be my pleasure to do so, and I look forward to our talking the next time. Okay. All right. Well, we are going to uh, bring this edition of uh, Positively Affirmative to a close. Uh, This is the show where we affirm you with education, information, and resources in areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness, challenges, and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, where we teach women how to create positive shifts in their work-life balance so they can become the directors of their own life stories. Is your life story one you'd love to see improve? Join us every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. and bring a friend to share the prosperity. Jill, have a great week, and thank you so much again. Thank you. Same to you, Katrina. All right. You're welcome. Okay, um, goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Don't mess with Mr. In-Between. Don't mess with Mr. In-Between. Oh, my God.